Motherhood is beautiful, hard, holy, sacred, and a little messy, but there is still so much joy and purpose to be found right where we're at in this season of mothering and homemaking. Hey friend, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. Here, you'll find faith-filled conversations and practical tips to empower and encourage you on this heavenly assignment we call motherhood. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. I don't know about you, but I never, ever keep my New Year's goals, resolutions, intentions, whatever you want to call them. I never, ever stick to them for more than like a month or so at most. I get to February usually and I'm like, crap, what happened? (laughs) If you're nodding your head yes with me right now, I have good news for you. I have my friend Hannah here with me today to bless us with her knowledge about how we can set ourselves up for success to stick to our goals this year and make change that actually lasts. Hannah is an author, a coach, and she's founder of an online community for women called ByWords that focuses on faith-based personal development and embracing your story as you pursue your dreams and goals. She's on a mission to help women find vision, set goals, and step into their purpose with confidence. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Hannah. I'm so, so excited that you're here with us today. Thank you so much, Jenna. I am so excited to be a part. Okay, so I really wanted to bring you on because one thing that wasn't in your little excerpt about you is that you are a mindset coach. This is what you do with people. You help women get their minds right. And so I know for me, one thing that is so hard is keeping resolutions, goals, whether it's in the new year or just in general. Like there's times throughout the year where I'll just, I'll decide to set a goal or set a new intention for myself. And then I go two weeks and I'm like, why is this not, why can't I ever follow through on this? So have you experienced that with the people that you're coaching or with yourself? Have you experienced the lack of follow through? What do you have to say for that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I have experienced this in myself. I've seen it in clients. It's such a common thing because there's a progression that we, we go through, we cycle through on a daily basis, several times a day, all pretty much all day long. Everything starts in our thoughts. And then it goes through our feelings, our desires, our words, our actions, and then that's what makes up our overall behavior. So a lot of people don't realize that progression is taking place. And so when they want to make changes, they start at the end of the progression, wanting to change their behavior. So changing their habits. I mean, I think about this every single New Year's when people are setting their New Year's resolutions. They want to lose weight. They want to go to the gym. They want to do all of these things, you know, and then all of a sudden February rolls around, the gym are empty and yes. everyone <laughs> we're all back to where back we were, to where were December 28th <laughs> exactly exactly and so it's not that trying to create new habits is wrong or bad at all it's so important but the the key when you want to make a lasting change is tracing it all the way back to your thoughts wow. because if you have a goal of eating better but your mindset is thoughts like, uh, I need to eat better because I need to look better so that people can accept me or whatever it may be. You're going to end up back in a cycle of shame if you're not following through on those behavior choices that you're trying to make. Wow. So, that's so good. Yeah. I've never, it? I've never thought to start with my thought process because I think, like you said, 
a lot of our resolutions and our goals come from a place of shame about yeah. ourselves. And, yeah. it, and it's all very, a lot of times, at least I know for me, a lot of times it's superficial. Like I, I want to work out more because I'm unhappy with myself or I want to eat better because I'm unhappy with myself. It totally makes sense what you're saying that if my thoughts are, oh, I need to fix this about myself or it's, it's coming from a place of shame and that I'm not good enough. So I need to do X, Y, Z. That makes sense why it wouldn't, why we wouldn't feel motivated to continue and follow through because if we're already not believing in ourselves, what's, you know, that's not going to change if we don't first change our thoughts. I love that so much. So this year, especially I'm seeing so many people not setting new intentions or new goals and just not even really caring about the new year and about what's to come. Does our mindset really change? Can it change our year? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And and that's everything you said is so spot on. I completely agree. And I was actually just talking to someone about this the other day about how mindset really is the determining factor for your life and Mm -hmm. even broken down into your days. I mean, everything could go wrong, but if you have a healthy and positive mindset, it's still a good day. And the same thing can happen throughout our year. And I mean, 2020 hit all of us pretty hard. Yeah, (laughs) I can understand, you know, like these feelings of discouragement or frustration, Mm -hmm. pain, apathy, even. Yeah. It's valid. Yeah. It is. It is. Especially this year. It's just, it's so crazy. And everyone has their story with 2020, Mm -hmm. but I definitely think that we can change the course of our feelings if we change our mindset, because if we go back to that progression, those things, the apathy, the lack of motivation, those things are feelings for the most part. Um, And it's probably rooted in the thought of I'm a failure. Things didn't go as I planned this year. So I'm not good enough or things aren't going to get better. These are things that we decide in our mind and it starts that snowball effect of negative emotions and desires, which when a desire may have been to make a change, set goals and be wow, motivated. Yeah. Those desires may be, well, I don't even want to try. It's not worth it anymore, you know? And it kind mm-hmm. of follows down. It flows down all the way through the rest of the progression until we're really not taking action at all towards our dreams and goals. Wow. That's so true. Okay. Walk us through this progression again. Walk it. Walk us through step-by-step step of Oh, I think there's six things that you've kind of touched on, but I want to dive into that progression a little bit deeper because I think that that right there can be the, the pivotal thing for so many of us, myself included. I know when I first saw you talk about this, I was like, okay, I need to change <laughs> some things. I know where I need to start now. So take us on that journey through that progression. Absolutely. Yes. This is so exciting to me. I love this because (laughs) when I learned this progression, it changed my life. Um, In the coaching world, a lot of people call it the model. So when I learned this model, man, it's revolutionary. Um, The thing is most of our thoughts are on autopilot. A lot of these Mm, things that we're thinking, it's subconscious. So we don't even realize that that's what's triggering our thoughts. I mean, our, um, excuse me, our emotions, our desires, our whole life. But if we can trace it back to the thoughts and the root and make changes there, well, the thing is, I think a lot of people look at this progression and can think, 
oh my goodness, that's a lot of steps. Yeah. <laughs> and I can be yeah. kind of overwhelming. But the thing is, if you change just the thoughts, everything else will follow suit. So wow. I want to just alleviate that pressure really quick because it really, <laughs> yes. although it's simple, <laughs> it's simple. It doesn't mean it's always easy to retrain your right. thoughts, but it is absolutely so possible. Mm -hmm. So just going through this model, thoughts, like I mentioned, are usually subconscious. This is things mm -hmm. about the way we look, our relationships, our life in general, things about um, what we believe about ourselves and our circumstances. So, I mean, I'm sure we can't even count all the thoughts we go through in a day because some of them are just yeah. going on, like without us even noticing, probably most of them are. Um, but after thoughts, that's where we have all of our emotions. I think a lot of people, if they're feeling on the verge of maybe a breakdown or just feeling really emotional. They're like, where is this coming from? And sometimes it is, you know, like hormonal. If I, if I'm yeah. on my cycle, you know, it may be a little bit yeah. of that too. We can all relate, um, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But I know at least for me, I'm someone who struggles with um, anxiety and just feelings mm -hmm. of stress and overwhelm. And a lot of the time it's because my subconscious thoughts are feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not yeah. doing enough. And that's what triggers those feelings of just, tension in me mm -hmm. at least. Um, yeah. And from there, our feelings are really what dictate a lot of our desires, which is funny because I think we don't like to say that we're motivated by feelings because they're so fickle, but a lot of the time really we are motivated yeah. by what we're feeling and it can change day to day, but that's why it's important to be so conscious of our mindset and our thoughts. So desires, that's just what we want to do, what we don't want to do. It can be our goals, just desires in general, you know? And then from there, words, which this one is really interesting. And there's actually a verse, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's in Psalms, but it talks about how the overflow of our heart comes out of our mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing we don't realize some of the times that we're, whether it's our self-talk or the way that we're talking about our circumstances, usually to the people that we're closest to, I feel like I complain the most to my husband about little things and I don't so even realize true. that's what's going yeah. on in my heart. But um, if you're kind of, if this is a new concept to you, I would say one good place to start is looking at what you're saying. If you want to know where your life is headed, listen to what's coming out of your mouth, because those are probably the a, a subconscious thoughts surfacing through your voice. Wow. So that's a great indicator of kind of where your mindset might be if this is new or you may not have kind of that awareness of what's going on beneath the surface. Wow. That's such a good, easy practice. And I'm sure that if something's coming out of our mouth, I'm sure that it's probably sitting in our head times 10, you know, right. like where, where one negative thing is coming out of our mouth, there's probably 10 to 20 sitting in our head because I know for me, most of the things that are in my head do not come out of my mouth. And yep. so just the simple practice of being aware of our words. Wow. That is, even right there, if you leave with nothing else, but watch your mouth, right? <laughs> I feel like that's enough. Yes. It's so true. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy when you think about it and you can just kind of test the temperature that way. Yeah. You know? Wow. So true. Yeah. And then through the rest of the progression actions, I mean, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory how we make our decisions, how we interact with others. And all of that culminates to our overall behavior. But this is where most of us start when we want to make changes. <laughs> yeah. Which is why it can take so much longer. Yeah. 
to make it actually a real lasting change, starting with behavior, because there's a lot of people who are like, you know what, I'm going to stop this habit today. I'm going to stop drinking Mm -hmm. today. I'm going to stop whatever it might be, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you don't trace it all the way back, there's just really so much, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And I know I, a lot of times when I am setting a goal or I'm going to do a new thing, I, what's ringing in my head is the whole, it takes 21 days to form a habit. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I can do this for 21 days. I know I can do this for 21 days and then I'm going to do it forever. And then I, (laughs) and then I don't even, usually I don't even make it to like a week. Like, honestly, I joke that I work out every Monday and only on Monday because at the start of every week, I'm like, this is the week, this is the week I'm going to work out every day. Cause I know I need to, I know I'm better when I do. Yeah. But I joke that I'm like, Mondays are the best days of my week because I drink the most <laughs> water. I drink the least amount of coffee. I wake up early and I work out and then it doesn't sustain through the rest of the week. And so yes, I wonder how different my results would be. And I know I have some homework to do to really dig deep into the thoughts that I am thinking about myself. And I like, candidly, honestly, I know that right now my desire to work out is based off of I'm unhappy with my body. I thought that I would be in a different place one year after having a baby. I thought that breastfeeding would just make the pounds magically come off. I thought that that would be enough for me. And I actually think that I gained weight from breastfeeding, which Mm -hmm. is off topic, but like those, (laughs) those types of things are what's going through my mind. And so I'm sitting here going, oh gosh, okay, I need to trace all the way back to my thoughts and and what I'm feeling about myself and what I'm thinking about myself. And I wonder what would happen if I started there. So the other thing that I really wanted to talk about today is how, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before we pressed record, but a lot of times we can in, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, most of us are believers. We believe in God. We're Christians. Um, and so sometimes the mindset stuff can be foggy or we can, we don't know where to put it when it comes to like faith in God and trusting God. So Talk to us as a Christian mindset coach. How can we bring both together to have faith, but also understand our part of the equation? Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. And this is something that I do think about a lot as a coach and as a believer, because it can start to feel kind of hippy dippy when we start talking about the mindset world, because there's just so much out there, you know, Yeah. but yep. one thing that I always come back to is how in the Bible, it talks about how we're supposed to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. It talks about how we're supposed to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yeah. Yeah. Not by changing our behavior, mm-hmm. not by changing how we talk, Yeah. by renewing our mind. So that's yep. the process. And over and over again, we see God commanding us to take our thoughts captive. Why? Because he knows that everything starts there. Yeah. And if we can guard that, if we can guard our heart above all else, Mm -hmm. like he tells us to do, then the rest, like I said before, will just follow suit. And again, it is easier said than done, 
but absolutely, it really is woven all throughout scripture, just how it yeah. really does start in our mind. Yeah. I love that perspective. And I think that if you are dipping into, if you feel like you're, you're hearing mindset messages that are contradicting with scripture, then I would just encourage you have that. You have the Holy spirit inside of you. You have the discernment that you need to know what is for your spirit and what is for you and what you can release. Because I think it's very, very important for us to be guarded when we're hearing from um, people on social media, because everyone's putting their messages out there. You know, every revelation that we have gets put out onto social media in this, in our society. And so I think that there are some messages that go, if you believe it, you can change it. And if you believe it, you can have it. And I would say that does kind of negate scripture, you know, like sometimes we go through hardship. Our thought life is not going to change what we face. Our thought life is not going to change our circumstances, but our thought Mm -hmm. life and our mindset will change how we walk through those. And it will change us. You know, it's not going to change what's going on around us. And it's not just going to magically give us what we want, but it will change us. And we know that because of scripture. And I love what you said, Hannah, about just renewing our mind and taking our thoughts captive. And that's literally in the Bible. So we can trust it and we know that it's true. And that's how we can kind of marry the two together of mindset and, and our thought life and faith in God. And right. And it, cause I think that we get scared by the, the, the coaching and the mindset people. I think that it can be like, I don't, I don't know. What (laughs) is that? Like, is that aligned with, with scripture? And Yes, if you are making sure that you do the work to discern the person that you're listening to. And yeah. um, so I love that, that this, this progression is, it's, it's biblical, honestly. It's, it's what the Bible says laid out here for us to actively practice. And so yes. the last thing that I wanted to talk about today was just some practical ways that we can Like, how do you, I want to get into your mind. How do you structure your goals? How do you create your, how do you set up your year? How do you like, give us some insight into what you do um, to follow this progression and to create goals that make lasting change? Because that's what I want for this year. And I think that if you're listening, that's what you want. So help us out today. Give us a little mini coaching session. Yes. Oh, I love that. This is my favorite stuff. So (laughs) I think with goal setting, the biggest thing is to really do the work and figure out why, what are those thoughts that are motivating your desire to change your actions? Because if it really is just, I'm unhappy with myself, which believe me, I've been there. There's still some things in my life where I'm like, that is not a good enough reason to change my whole life because I'm happy. (laughs) I'm unhappy with my life or how this is about myself. Um, so just to trace it back. And for me, I'm all about proactive mindset. How can I, from the beginning, set myself up for success? Um, and I think a huge thing is just changing what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, like what we're consuming, like you mentioned. Wow. So good. Especially everything on social media. It's just so easy to see 
a pretty mom who feel, who seems like she has her life put together and everything looks perfect. And then I feel like I'm not good enough. And then I feel like I need to work out or I need to get mm-hmm. all of this pretty furniture wow. and decorate my house, you know? And so my goals can be swayed by what I'm seeing and comparing myself to. Um, so just being aware of that when it comes to goal setting too, like, okay, why do I really want to achieve this in my life or change this in my life from there? I think it's just getting really specific and realistic. And if you're familiar with smart goals, there's a whole, um, there's a whole, um, acronym. Acronym, acronym. (laughs) Yeah. I can list, I'll list the acronym in the show notes for writing smart goals because I, we do that too, my husband and I, and yeah, it's really though that process, I feel like can kind of help this progression too, and help, help you, you kind of walk through this progression as you go through writing the smart goal. So I'll list, I'll write out that acronym in the show notes for you guys. Okay. Perfect. Yes. So smart goals. Perfect. That's a great place to start. I really highlight being specific and realistic because the more specific you can get with what you want in your life, really figuring out your why, what's going to change about your life, what's going to be different, how are you going to be different, how is it going to change your relationships, your finances, your business, um, will really help you stay on track even when you're not motivated because you've got your why right in front of you and you've already thought through, okay, is this realistic? If it's January, it may not be a realistic goal for me to say, I'm going to run a marathon in February, right? Maybe later on, (laughs) right? (laughs) But just being really real about yourself. Like, is this really something that I can take on right now? If not, then what's a more realistic goal for me right now? Um, And just really setting yourself up for success that way. Hmm. And then a good question I love to ask my clients is, okay, when life happens and things do not go according to plan how will you continue moving forward towards your goals? Because Mm. it's just inevitable. Things will happen. Absolutely. I mean, there will be quarantine. There will be unexpected things. (laughs) Murder hornets. Who knows what else? (laughs) I know. (laughs) So when things don't go according to plan, how will you continue moving forward? So one key thing that I feel like really helps with getting really realistic and specific is breaking down your goal as small as you can. The smaller Mm. you're able to break down a goal, the more likely you are to actually achieve it. So let's say next year you want to run a 5k. We'll just do the running thing. Cause I started running <laughs> like last week. <laughs> um, how can I break that down on a monthly level? And then from there, okay. how can I break it down on a weekly level? And from there, wow. how can I break it down to a daily level? What do I need to be doing on a daily basis to move me towards my goal? Because once you make it a part of your routine, then it will just naturally happen rather than yeah. saying, I want to run a marathon this year. But yeah, really that's so daunting. Any- yeah, right. it is. And goal setting really can feel so overwhelming it, sometimes. It does. And I think that's why a lot of people don't even bother because it's yes. like, <laughs> You know, there's the the standard goals of like, work out, read more books, right? But I love that just breaking it down and making mm. it sustainable and making it like when you break down, you know, if I want to read a book a month, and I break that down weekly and daily, that's not that's that's not doable. so bad, right? You know, yeah. that's like half a chapter a day, maybe like right, not bad at all. And yes. so, I love that so much. 
Yes. And that is just an empowering place to work from. Makes you feel so much more capable when it's like, okay, I can do a bite-sized piece every day. Yeah. 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 I can take one step each day. Yeah. And I know like, depending on your Enneagram type, I know for me, like I'm a nine. And so I, I kind of, it's like the Newton's law, like an object in motion will stay in motion, but an object at rest will stay at rest. That's me. Like (laughs) if I am accomplishing, I want to keep accomplishing. But if I, once I'm at rest, I'm like at rest and nothing can move me. And so I love that just breaking it down into small achievable goals and then it helps you feel proud of yourself and you get that you get that pride and it's like a snowball of of just achieving and moving the needle towards your goal whether it's whatever type of goal it is I love that so much right and going back to mindset they really tie together because the more you're able to simplify the goal and break it down, it really trains your mind that you are capable. Mm-hmm. You yeah. start to see that you actually can. Yeah. And then it gives you enough fuel to keep going another day, another day. Yeah. yeah. Instead of having a huge goal of like, oh my gosh, I need to be in shape by summer. That's really daunting. And if you yes. skip a day, you may start beating yourself up or yes. feel really legalistic about it. And mm-hmm. yeah, just don't want that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, absolutely. This has been such a great conversation and I am so, so excited for everything that we are taking away from this. I totally feel like we just all sat down and got to have a free coaching session with you. So thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Um, And I'm so excited that we get to learn this progression of, of mindset and setting goals and making change. And I I hope that if you're listening today, you leave motivated and more excited to go set some goals. If you were one of those people who was walking into 2021, like, nah, I'm not setting goals. I'm trying to walk in just surviving. I would encourage you and even challenge you, take this episode, go listen to it again, maybe slow it down. I'll write everything in the show notes, but Take everything that Hannah said and go implement it because this is how you create change in your life, whether it's goals with your side hustle or with your business or with your family or with yourself, whatever type of goal you are setting this progression and, and the insight that we got today is going to help you achieve your goals. And Hannah, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We are all walking away better because of our little coaching session with you. And we're so grateful that you chose to come and spend some time with us today. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely loved it. If you found value in today's episode, I want you to do three things. First, I want you to go follow Hannah on Instagram. Second, I want you to go join her By Words Facebook group. If you got something out of today's episode, oh my gosh, you need to be in her Facebook group because she is dropping value and wisdom and easy to implement tips for mindset and for running a business on Instagram for all the things. So go join her Facebook group right now. I will link all of her stuff in the show notes. And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts because this tells me and iTunes that 
you like what you're hearing and that you want to see more of it. So go follow Hannah, go join her Facebook group and go leave a written review. Praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always and praying that you face whatever life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I'll see you next week.